podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Hello and welcome to week 23 of the Foot Weekly Podcast. And we have with us a very familiar panel. First of all, it is Air Japes FIFA. Hello, welcome back. Oh, thanks, Ben. Always good to get a welcome back on a Monday morning. Yeah. Happy to be dabbling in all things in the world of FIFA. Uh, interestingly enough, the um, formation that I've been, you know, the 3-4-1-2 got quite a bit of excitement seemingly over the weekend. Yeah, the YouTuber Inception tweeted about it, didn't he? Yeah, he made a video about it. Oh, he made a video? So That's like what a, it was. Ah, okay. Yeah, I had like an influx about it yeah, yeah. of questions, but people seem to be enjoying it. So listeners, would I ever steer you wrong? Well, yeah, and actually <laughs> we're going to be talking about that on the supporter episode this week, which is the gameplay episode. So I uh, do check that out on Thursday when it is released. But for now, though, let's introduce our next two guests who, although regular, haven't actually been on together since the Christmas quiz, which they won and as a result are going to do a giveaway but because they haven't both been on that never actually ended up happening so it will be happening this week check out their twitter accounts which we'll plug at the end and for now matt for trading hello welcome back thank you very much ben yeah it's uh it's been a while wasn't it rich since that uh that massive the victory days, over yeah. japes and nate yeah the glory days i still relive it i still listen really <laughs> to it over and over again it's uh yeah i know i just think of our knowledge of serbian internationals and, and all that yeah, kind of stuff yeah, but no yeah. great to be on for another week and yeah halfway through the cycle already that's uh yeah, that's pretty much very quick. yeah i don't know where the time's gone Crazy. Um, and Richard, hello. Welcome back. Thank you very much for having me, Ben. Uh, pleasure to be back once again on the Foot Weekly Post. Been, uh, been a busy, busy time. Yeah, yeah. Where have you been off to? I mean, I know you've been doing various events and things. Everything remote. So I've been in my office, um, but E-Premier League getting back underway. So uh, doing a number of the club playoffs, being involved with the Champions League, which is uh, mm. really interesting. And hopefully that can be uh, a LAN event moving further down the line into into spring oh, nice look forward to that and we're going to be talking about champions league of course on this podcast as that's the content we've had first of all though as we always start with we'll do pound for pound powerhouse so these are the best value players that we have seen at least roughly over the past week or so and uh, we always start with the listener suggestions so i'll run through a few of them and then we'll get into the one that's going to be put forward uh, into a vote and actually before i do i can say that as japes predicted last week flashback neymar did win the poll um, and <gasps> was what i mean he's certainly been popular last week or so but i don't know whether he's best value might have played him in 70 percent of my games or something like that but anyway let us move on to the listener suggestions a couple of select ones. First, Kraus went for Player of the Month, Muller, very unsurprisingly. Good in game, apparently, but also the cheapest 91 rated around. Don went for the showdown by saying he was flashback Neymar's kryptonite. Has really outstanding aggression and strength. And then Rob Cole went for Europa Papu Gomez, who's the one I'm going to chuck into the vote. He was saying he paid 38k for this card and don't see why it's so cheap. Feels so nimble on the ball, quick. Surprised how good his shot is with Hunter. And we all know Sevilla are the Europa League, so two to three upgrades should be all but guaranteed. 
I think even as an investment, he's highly worth it. Uh, so good one there. And we'll move in to the guest suggestions. Uh, Matt, let's put you on the spot. Who have you got? I'm glad I've gone first because I feel like this this could be someone that uh, mm. James and Rich are thinking of. I'm going to go with the player moments Meza Urzel SBC. Mm. I think it's it's probably one of the better value SBCs we've had. I know he is in the Turkish league, so Turkish league links potentially aren't as good. Um, but I think a lot of people have icons to to link uh, this kind of card into their squads. And for an attacking mid, he's very very nicely uh, nicely priced. He's about fifty thousand coins on all platforms to complete from scratch. I'd imagine people have some uh, SBC fodder lying around. It's only an eighty to an eighty four rated squad. But yeah, he looks fantastic. In terms of traits, outside foot shot, flair, finesse shot, very, very nice traits to have. Just base stats, high 80s agility balance, very nice ball control and dribbling. Uh, can get a shot off as well. He's got good finishing. 93 positioning is actually really, really nice to have. Picks up some really good positions. Passing wise, it's Meza Ozil, 94 vision, 94 short passing. Very, very good. Has obviously got a five-star skill upgrade mm. as well. So that's definitely something to, to bear in mind. I think it's just a very, very nice card to have in the club. Again, if you're you know building out these first owner teams like I am, you know first owner German team, he slots right in there and uh, yeah, a very nice, interesting card to have for only 50,000 coins. Yeah, that's a good one. And let's move on to Richard. Who have you got for us? It's a tough one, I'll be honest, because I feel like when we're talking pound for pound, there's a lot of really high value players being released mm. uh, as of recent. However, I'm going to go for a player that he's not going to cost you anything on the transfer market because he's an objective and that's Lissandro Martinez from Ajax. Oh, yeah. Um, I think he's outstanding value. When you look at Ajax's road in the Champions League as well, I believe they're playing Benfica mm -hmm. in the next round, which is a very winnable tie. Could get some really nice upgrades. They play the week that the podcast is being recorded, so we'll know a better indication if he's going to get the double upgrade or just a single for going through. But I really like it. He's got a huge upgrade over his his regular item. And then the big reason is the Gravenberch links for me. Being able to get Gravenberch in with a centre-back, with the Ajax link, it, it, it helps out a lot. So, uh, yeah, mine, Lissandro Martinez, a little bit outside the box. Mm, yeah, no, that's a good one. Uh, Japes, who have you got for us this week? Yeah, I'm going to go with a card that I'm just frankly like shocked at how cheap he is. The Road of the Knockouts, Gareth Bale card, I cannot believe how cheap he is. Yeah, he's very cheap, actually, yeah. Like... Uh, I think when I checked before, he was like 290 mm. maybe or like approaching 300. And like Gareth Bale cards from years past have all been like, what, 600 plus easy. Mm. I He's got some like gaps in the card a little bit, but he's got a lot of really amazing base stats. They gave him four-star skills, four-star weak foot. Um, he's got medium, medium work rates, which is the same as, well, Griezmann, a lot of the players that I've really, really liked this year. So, you know, Madrid didn't win the first leg mm. against PSG. Mm. If they come back and win, this card's going to be insane. But even if they don't, this card is going to fly down in price very, very quickly. And it's going to be a really, really great opportunity to jump on it and pick it up. And then my honorable mention in a similar way, I'm like, I'm a little surprised at how cheap Taliso is, or Coco. 
obviously French, obviously Bayern. He's like approaching 180 right now. His dribbling stats are really, really great. Bayern's playing their next leg at home. Yep. First leg, I believe, was was it 1-1? Yeah. Next match is at home against Salzburg. Very, very winnable. Bayern has been not on like a run of great form, but there's a chance this card is like, boom, 90, no time. Yeah. And to get those links, that club, those stats, I like, and don't be deceived by his passing stat being low. His passing stat's low because I think he's got low curve, low crossing, and low free kick accuracy, but I believe his vision, short passing, and long passing are all really high. Hmm. So, yeah, there's some value in these road to the knockout cards. Got to be a little bit of a gambling man, but that's okay. We like that. Well, it's interesting how they've done it as well this time because there is an upgrade literally for winning the first knockout game after this campaign launched. So since these players have come out, which could make things a little different and it certainly changes things a bit for some of the players in the other competitions, not the Champions League itself. Um, because with the Champions League, actually, you'd end up in a situation where they win their first game uh, that they play after the campaign launches, they'll get an upgrade and then they'll also get an upgrade for qualifying for the quarterfinals. So if they win the tie overall, but for the Europa League conference players, it's a bit different and uh, they get an upgrade from their first win, of course, but then they would have to wait until they reach the quarterfinals, which is, I guess, a little further ahead. So uh, that is worth considering. Although actually the player that I was going to bring up has a bye, um, which means they're not going to play for a little bit longer, um, but it's going to be worth it because... It is the only 84 rated player here, which means if he gets a double upgrade after that fixture, he will go from an 84 to an 86 and then to an 87 with the double upgrade. So I've gone for Jason Denier. Of course you did. Ben loves Denier. Yeah, I thought you'd remember the fact that I was talking about him early on as uh, a cheap beast that he did look fantastic. Never got a chance to use him and he hasn't had a special item since, but he just looks outstanding. I mean, 86 pace centre back was obviously always going to get me excited. Medium attacking work rates, high defensive, six foot is decent, um, but he feels very good in game. I did use him, got to try him out in competitive matches as well, in rivals, and I thought he did really well, to be honest. I mean, with a shadow, 95 acceleration, 96 sprint speed, and near maxed out in all his defensive stats, apart from defensive awareness being 89. And remember, this could all increase. He's got 88 strength, 86 reactions, 85 composure, felt fine on the ball. Probably not quite as good as Jarlo, who people will know. I do really enjoy the team, the group stage version, but potentially with the upgrades, he could be better. And 80K, you know, I'm not saying he is amazing, amazing value, but he could drop during the week because he's only been out since Sunday. So yeah, like him a lot. And uh, yeah, are there any other players that people want to mention in this group? I'll take another one. I can't figure this out, though. Like, I can't figure out what I think about it. I just need to buy him, play with him, and make a decision after because he's so cheap. But the uh, Rebel Leipzig, Dominic Zobosly, mm. Zobosly, I believe that's how you say it. What's weird is he only, on his base card, he's got 63 positioning. And on this card, he's got 70 positioning. So I can't decide if he's going to move around on the pitch mm. horribly or if, like, maybe you put him as like an attacking mid and he sort of just like hangs out in the middle and it doesn't matter. He's got some much. really weird stats, doesn't he? Because he's got like... He's got some amazing stats yeah. in certain areas. <laughs> like and then he's got curve. shocking stats in others. 98 curve, but 48 aggression. 70 positioning, 68 balance. Don't know what to make yeah, of that card back. Very weird. 
Yeah, he'd be an interesting one to try just to see how much, as you say, impact the positioning actually has. But yeah. Just just a quick one, actually. I think this player is going to be an absolute pain to play against. I feel he's going to score a lot of goals and then he's going to do some really obnoxious celebrations like he does in real life. <laughs> and that's Jamie Vardy. Yeah. Um, Leicester are odds-on favourite to win the Conference League, which if Leicester go on and win it, I think we're looking at like a 96 Jamie yeah. Vardy. More than likely maxed out pace, super high shooting, really high dribbling and... I mean, they've been a bit spontaneous with the weak foot and skill move upgrades, so you never know what they might do if a, if they go on and win it. They might give him a skill move upgrade as well. I just think he's going to be awful to play against, and he's literally like 100k mm. on PlayStation at the moment. So, yeah, I think that Jamie Vardy's going to be annoying to play against. Uh, and shout out John Stones, the Barnsley Beckenbauer, for his uh, first domestic man of the match this year. Yeah. Many more to come. Yeah. It, in fact, have there, been, there haven't been any John Stones special cards yet, have there? Which is funny because last... Was it last year we got loads? Last year we got the... Um, we got the moments, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he had an informal too. Um, yeah, nice. Uh, hopefully more of that. And then, Matt, actually, I, I, is it you as a fan of Illichich, um in the past? Because I was thinking... Uh, I, did, I did like him at the start, yeah, yes. yeah. He's away but, behind the curve, uh, but still. That quickly went away. Yeah. But no, I think if, if I'm looking at someone, I think I've, it's got to be that Riyad Mahrez. Mm. He is pricey at about 1.1 mil at the moment, but I think people are factoring in the fact that he's going to get at least a plus two. You know, it, it's I'd say nothing's ever guaranteed in the world of football. But uh, it's, it's about as guaranteed as it yeah, can be. Yeah, it's about as guaranteed as it can be. Um, five nil away win over Sporting. So very likely that they're going through the group and obviously if they win their next game that's another upgrade as well so you're looking at a 93 rated Riyad Mahrez there and the 91 has 93 dribbling 90 pace with 95 agility 91 balance 94 ball control 94 dribbling so I dread to think how good that card is going to feel on the ball when we get potentially a very least a plus two on all of those dribbling stats so i think uh yeah he's certainly one to watch you'd expect city to probably progress a good way through whether they can go all the way and win the ucl this year we'll have to wait and see but uh yeah i'm definitely keeping my eyes on riyad mahrez for sure yeah the only thing to say is that they obviously won so comfortably but that was before campaign launch so they've got the second leg which I could see maybe Pep putting out weak inside. I don't know. They may not feel the need to uh, go so hard on it and then may well end up drawing. And then actually he hmm. doesn't get the upgrade for the first match because they don't win it. And then I guess it will still get an upgrade though, yeah. of course, because they'll almost certainly go through. But I guess that's something worth bearing in yeah. mind. And the other thing to say is actually these players that come out on Sunday, Matt, I feel like often end up being much more expensive than they probably should be because I guess there's just not as many people opening packs right and uh, by Thursday when rewards come they tend to be a bit more reasonably priced yeah there's just not much supply on a Sunday night you know people open their packs on a Friday they probably get their weekendly games done by you know Saturday night Sunday morning um, so by the time these cards come into packs on Sunday at 6pm there's not really many packs being opened so they do tend to start a little bit higher in price a little bit lower supply I assume over the course of this week with SBCs and, you know, lightning rounds, 6pm packs, icon swaps as well. If people take those packs, I imagine these guys will be getting hit quite a lot and their price should come down a little bit. But then again, if we've got games this week, yeah, hi. could people potentially start, uh, you know, investing in them? Could they start 
reacting off what happens in these games during the week. There's always a, a chance of that. So, um, yeah, there's definitely definitely uh, cards to watch this week in terms of price. Could be some big movements indeed. Yeah, and it's worth noting, it doesn't look like there's going to be a Team 2. I would imagine maybe with Icon Swaps, we're going to get Moments Focus on Friday instead. But it is interesting because I, I guess we've had a lot of players, so obviously that does suggest so, and the graphic didn't say Team 1, so yeah, I think that's almost certain. I can't believe we've got this far without mentioning a certain special someone who I think, you know, you kind of have to. It's a rite of passage to mention the players that everyone hates when they get special items. So, of course, uh, sorry, Japes, Kimpembe does have a road to the final. You can just tell Japes is smiling from ear to ear right now. Yeah, <laughs> I'm shaking my head yeah. as I like. <laughs> Seeing road to the knockouts, Kimpembe is going to feel a lot worse or a lot better, excuse me, than seeing like gold Kimpembe. Yeah, exactly. It's like, all right, yeah. like, this is a high rated card now. And someone's had to spend like a million coins on him, haven't they? <laughs> somebody, somebody spent an outrageous amount of money on yeah, this card yeah. or a, a right, outrageous amount of coins. That's cool. You know, I, I guess PSG has like a one goal advantage. So the question, like the second tie leg of that match is going to be fascinating or that tie is going to be fascinating because mm. like, I don't, is PSG going to sit back and say, yeah, great. We'll just play on the counter. Like, Probably. Yeah, yeah. They could easily not but win that, um, for sure. They could easily not win. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Like, you could easily end as, like, a 1-1 draw. Yeah, yeah. And no away goals anymore. That's worth remembering. Exactly. So. Yeah, that's a really good point, actually. He could easily not get that upgrade. I mean, you may well get the upgrade for going through, but again... I mean, he's already, like, a 93-rated center back yeah. or something. Like, he's, you know, he's fine. Yeah. I mean, look, Kimpembe aside, I think right to the final. It's always good, really, isn't it? I like the... The cards under the lights in Champions League, Europa League, Conference, etc. Always good. You know, it's interesting. They have, they released that showdown as well. I was like pretty excited that it was uh, DePaul yeah. as the card because I I just end up with like a lot of Atletico players in my squad seemingly at the moment or, you know, switched since switching to Xbox. And I looked at his stats and I was like, man, I forgot what like real upgrades looked like on cards mm. what i mean is like they just took his card from an 82 to an 87 yeah like there were no magic boosts around here and it just felt like good and bad part of me was like this is what upgrades should look like mm. the other part of me was like there's no point in doing this card you're paying 175k for you know, well-rounded stats, but you have to really be hoping he's going to get plus two and that they're going to give him a major boost. Yeah. But like, I, I don't know. I suppose you could you could compare his stats to the gold Marcos Llorente. Yeah. Marcos Llorente is 86 rated. So Llorente's got eight less total stats, maybe seven less total stats. Like they're basically, you know, and he's 22K. Yeah right now i was pretty surprised that they priced by and to pull the same right surely by is a way more desirable card because of the premier league links and Manchester united and people doing varan right i felt like they should have priced the pool lower as a result right and as you're saying like he's not too dissimilar to some of the much cheaper midfielders in I mean, the league taking into consideration i think i thought to go with it being at home is going to get a result mm. but they've been terrible and like the other thing like that on hell correa player of the month card was like 
is like 100k was like 100k yeah and is like an an attacker from the exact same club and attackers are generally always more expensive yeah it feels really really odd to me and they didn't it's not like they gave him four star four star like a, a, you know if they'd given him more of a a boost yeah to you know his his base stats or skills or whatever i would have understood it more yeah 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 weird I don't, I, but i was surprised to see that to be honest it's like this is a card that i i genuinely want to do because i really really like him as a player in real life mm-hmm. he's got some interesting traits Ah, maybe I'll do them anyway. Ah, it's just a lot of coins for that. Yeah, I'm always reluctant to do SBCs, to be honest. And I think it's done well for me in terms of you know building a coin balance, things like that. But there are certain SBCs I just can't turn down for sentimental reasons, you know, like Neymar, Flashback, or last year, Ben Arthur. And you just end up doing them because, um, you know, you have an attachment to the player. I've been playing with Neymar since his Santos days, so felt like I kind of had to do it. But anyway, uh, we'll take a break on that. We'll be back to talk about icon swaps, our choices, and plenty more. We're always on the lookout for quality freebies for the Foot Weekly listeners, and this week is no exception. Harry's are here to change shaving for the better by combining Thomas Muller-esque German precision with Southgate-style routine and man management. They aren't just offering ultra-sharp razors, but an opportunity to revamp your shaving routine. Harry's are very generously offering a free trial set. All you have to do is pay $3.95 for delivery and you'll get an expertly weighted razor handle, a German-engineered five-blade razor cartridge, plus in this one, a free shower gel so you can try shaving while you shower, which sounds like a great idea. And in fact, I wasn't expecting it to smell quite as good as it does. It's become my go-to shower gel. So if you want to add that and the high quality razor to your shaving routine, all you have to do is go to harrys.com FUT to redeem your free trial set and shave plan, which you can cancel at any time. So go to harrys.com forward slash foot to get that free trial set. Thank you very much for listening and let's get back into the podcast. So getting back into it after the break, let's talk about Road to the Final or RTTF Glory Road, which has been added in. It's a new way of using friendlies, actually, which I think is worth talking about. We've seen pack rewards and objectives before. This is certainly a significant one because the final group reward is actually a jumbo rare players pack and you'd get a rare mega pack for completing the final objective there. And that is for 21 wins in the Life at Friendly Final Fanatics. There's plenty of pack rewards leading up to those final ones as well, pretty much every three wins. But the big twist is that there's a five-game daily limit on entries into that live foot friendly, which means over the course of the 14 days, you have 70 games to get your 21 wins. So I guess it is relatively generous, but obviously people may miss days completely and things like that. Matt, I know you're keen for more gameplay content generally. Uh, What are your thoughts on this? I think it's as casual as we can get. Hmm. while still be rewarding, if that makes sense. Because let's be real, you know, we've got a casual game mode in FIFA. If you want to play a casual mode, you can go and play friendlies. Hmm. No one does that because you don't get any rewards. That's just the, the lay of the land. That's just what we, that's just the, the way that the community's been sort of pushed over the years. You need to be rewarded in order to play a mode. That's basically how it works these days. So I like the fact that you're getting a load of packs. You know, you get 100k for completing the set you get a a rare mega 45 uh, a mega 25s all these good packs and you know 21 out of 70 games to win it's not too bad it's been 
relatively casual, I'd say. There's been a few quits here and there. You can use whatever team you want. So if you wanted to challenge yourself and use a, a slightly different team, you have that option available to you or you can use your main team. Mm. I think it's just nice to have something else to grind that isn't rivals, isn't squad battles, isn't playoffs. I think it's nice that we're coming back on a daily basis mm. to work for things. It's not something that you can just get done in one go. And I think that's a really key thing because, you know, playoffs, you get done probably in a day. You probably get your champs done in one or two days. Your rivals wins, maybe one or two days to get to get eight wins. The fact that you have to come back for a minimum of five days to get all the packs if you want them, and if you win every single game, that is, mm. I think is a really nice change. And I think it's perhaps a, a ploy from EA to maybe get those daily login numbers up. I don't know. I'm not a bit mm. tinfoil uh, hat thinking there, but um, it's nice. It's a nice new change. I would hope they did it more because it only appears they really do these kind of events with the Champions League. Mm. You know, we had the the group stage friendly objective that was... I think a certain number of wins out of 12 matches or something like that. Now we've got the the round of 16 or the knockout stage themed event, which is uh, decent. So I'd hope they'd maybe try and find new ways of working this kind of you know, gradual objective or gradual friendly grind into FIFA 23, perhaps, because it's a nice new change. Yeah. Richard, anything to add on this? No, I think Matt covered everything. Yeah. No, I mean, it's great to have another way to earn rewards through gameplay and a different way too. The only thing is, I would say that because the matchmaking is rivals skill-based, but very loose, it means that players who are at the higher end of the skill spectrum are more likely to be matching up against players who are worse than them and players who are not so good are more likely to be matching up against players who are better because of that broader range of matchmaking, which does mean I think it benefits better players much more than it does less good players. And the risk there is then that less good players decide, well, it's not really worth it. I'm facing players who are much better than me a lot of the time they stop playing and then the same thing happens to the players who are a bit better than them and so on and so forth. But the big difference here, and I think this is why it does actually work, is that with the way that it's structured, it means that the players who are very committed, very strong, are going to get their wins and move on after, say, I don't know, five or six days. And that'll mean potentially it does become easier over time. So worth bearing in mind if it is difficult at the moment. In fact, you could just wait a bit because there are plenty of games to play. Uh, might be risky it slightly if you do that, though. But, you know, there is plenty of time. Japes, I was going to ask you about this. It's not too difficult. Obviously, you can use your main team and it's a bit more... Uh, straightforward in terms of getting into it, this objective than perhaps others. So would you consider getting involved with this? Well, I mean, theoretically, like the less actions, like every time, all right, so I'm going to get uh, a little technical, I guess, from like a product side of things. Every time that you have to have a special squad for something, it adds friction for the user. Mm. There's like additional actions that a user has to take to engage with the feature set. A mode like this where you say, you can engage with this feature set without doing anything, people are going to be more likely to try it out because there's less required of them. Mm, so this is almost an EA test for a friction-free friendly, if you like. If I, if I was them, this would be inserted in as like a test and learn. The case I would be making is like, well, let's just try one like this mm. and see how people react to it. Because if it means that they're more willing to engage in friendlies and it bumps up the overall engagement on Ultimate Team, that's going to lead to more time spent within the Ultimate Team ecosystem, which we know is ultimately going to drive more people to spend time engaging with packs and rewards, which 
is good for the bottom line. So, you know, not to take it back to the bottom line, but like, you know, EA's business, it's like the way it works. So for me, I would be pushing this like feature set as a a test and learn a hundred percent. And we'll know if it works the way they intended because we'll see it again. Yeah, it'll be interesting. Japes, try it out. Let us know what you think. I'd be interested to know. Yeah, I'll check it out. And check it out. Yeah, it'd be good. And we should talk now about the icon swaps for awards, what we're planning to choose, things like that. We should probably be a bit transparent about how our squads or accounts are looking. And even though I'm running a road to glory, accounts very strong, strong team, and lots of coins waiting to be spent on a certain Ronaldinho. And I know Richard, very strong account, which is not a road to glory, have spent plenty of FIFA points for various reasons. And Matt, you've obviously got a really strong uh, team from the Team of the Year Pack project. Japes is a little bit different though, because I think you're really focused on that road to glory now on Xbox. I'm just on Xbox. I right. decided to just spend all of my coins on packs on the other account, so I have no reason uh, to go back nice. to it. And you did get some luck though in the last week, and that might have improved your team significantly. So maybe we should mention that before we get into this. Yeah, sure. I decided to do a bunch of the like icon packs because I was like, eh, my team's at the stage right now for like any icon is going to feel like an improvement. So mm. I should just like give it a shot, right? And w- whatever I get will feel like okay. So did a mid icon player pick. And got 92 Garincha. Nice. Who are the other options, actually, if you remember? Well, that one felt really bad because I wanted one of the other options, too. The other option was Cantona. Oh. And then I think it was like uh, Komen or something like that. So I I should have taken Cantona, I think. Not that Grinch is bad, but Cantona is more my speed on this game. Yeah, yeah. Like more of the type of player that I like. Which version? The mid? Yeah, it was mid Cantona. So yeah. it was 92 Grincha or 90 Cantona. You know, and I did the stupid thing. I was like, oh, let me go see how much each of these cards are worth on the market. Uh, right. See, yeah. And I was like, wow, Grinch is like double the price. I should definitely get him. Mm. And Kentana, though, fits exactly what I like in strikers in my current formation. Yeah. He would have been ideal probably for me. Now, I have no, I don't really care about Kentana in real life necessarily or anything. So I had, you know, it's same thing, I suppose, with like Grincha. So it was kind of one of those like, well, We'll just take the Brazilian card that I've never really played with. I've used Kentana in previous FIFAs, had some fun there, mm. but not so much Garincha. So I was like, we'll try him out. And, and to be fair, he's really good. And then I did a mid-prime upgrade as well. And I got the 90-rated Thierry Henry, who mm. has honestly been a baller for me. Play him as a striker. Yeah, play him as a striker. Mm. So we'll actually probably have some reason to talk about him here shortly. Yeah, funnily enough, both Omri and Garincha are in this selection. So let me run through it quickly. Two tokens is the 25 times 81 plus pack. Three tokens is the 25 times 82 plus pack. Five tokens for the 25 times 83. Six tokens is Omri, the 90 rated left wing. Seven tokens is Xavi, the 93 rated version. And then the eight token pack is a prime icon pack nine tokens is the 92 rated striker Stoichkov and that is the number of tokens that are available in the first selection of token and that is the number of tokens that are available nine uh, in the first batch of tokens so anything beyond this you're going to need to wait for it and get the tokens from the next release which will be maybe a month away so getting into the rewards which would be available then you've got the uh, 10 token 91 plus mid prime icon pack And also for 10 tokens, there's Moments Gerard, who's 92 rated. For 11 tokens, 93 rated Cafu. For 12 tokens, there's a mid or prime player pick. 
for 13 tokens, you've got a 92 plus prime icon pack. And for 14 tokens, the moment's Cannavaro, who's 93 rated. And then 15 tokens, the prime player pick. And for 16 tokens, a 92 plus rated prime or moments pack. And then 17 tokens for Garincha. And that concludes it. So there are 18 tokens available. The most you can spend on one thing is 17, but of course you can combine others to get to the maximum of 18 tokens. In terms of what's available now, you do have this eight token prime icon pack, which is the only icon pack that you can currently obtain. And interestingly, Matt, I know you were looking at this before, this is a significant improvement on last year when this was a base icon pack, not prime. Yeah, definitely. I don't know whether EA are trying to one-up themselves year on year to try and show that icon swaps are getting better, but it certainly mm. looks that way. You know, very, very nice selection, perhaps maybe more in line with the, where the power curve's at this year, because yeah. I think it is a, a little bit further along this year um, with all the, you know, middle prime packs we've had and all the, you know, the mid icon SBCs and player picks and, and whatnot. So I think, you know, it's, it's quite in line with what we've had this year mm. and yeah, for eight tokens, I think quite a few people might be going for that prime icon pack because should be available with that first set of nine tokens that you'd expect from the mm. first release. And let's go through what we're going to be choosing then. I'd assume that most of us here probably aren't going to be picking players just because you know, if you've got a strong team and things, you're probably thinking it's more fun to take a risk and maybe get some fodder through the fodder pack. So Richard, do you want to start us off? What are you planning? My icon look this year has been extraordinary. Yeah, it has, not it? So just to catch people up, if you, if you don't know, I've done, I've done a lot of icon packs, but the highlights, <laughs> I've had two Cruyffs. Wow. I had to get rid of one into an SBC because I got a dupe mid-Croy, <laughs> base sedan, and in the last couple of weeks, I managed to get mid-Pele. Wow. Oh my gosh. Icon packs, yeah. <laughs> Sprinkling of Cantona, uh, sure. Cafu, it, just in there, just, just <laughs> in around. I have to say, though, I think EA have been very clever with the players they've picked because a lot of fans are going to... Th- there's sort of cult heroes in there that they've mm, picked, mm. like... People are going to be swayed towards picking Gerard. 100%. People are going to be swayed towards picking Henri and Javi. Mm. And even Cafu, like Cafu for 11, if you've not got like a really solid right back, he can play right back all year for you and he'll do a job. Yeah. Like it's a very, very solid pick. Me, I, I, I don't like to be boring because I think the, the fodder packs are the boring picks. Mm. Like it's just the smart picks. Yeah. But also, can I be bothered waiting that long to do a 92 plus primal moments pack to get Bobby Moore? Not probably not. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That is the thing, isn't it? So I'd maybe do the 91 plus mid or prime for 10 and then the 82 plus and the 83 plus okay. and not do the 81. So that would be my 18. 82 times 25, 83 and then the mid or prime just to have a gamble because like yeah, yeah that 91 plus mid or prime it's it's a game changer if you get something high end yeah i see what you mean so you do the two fodder packs the, the better ones now yeah, and then and just swing yeah. swing the 81 plus yeah the amount of times i've opened that pack and literally my highest rated player has been an 84 yeah. and i've just got like a bunch of 83s a bunch of 82s and it, it just feels like a kick in the teeth really the last one i did i genuinely didn't i don't think i had an 84 rated player in it so i'm not that keen to do that uh, 25 times 81 um, but yeah no, that makes sense I can see the logic there like get the decent follow packs in and then 
when the next have um, a gamble on the next run at the big icon yeah when the next window rolls around for for tokens matt any advance on that i think there's there's sort of two real options there you know if you're not going for a player i think that approach of going for the 91 plus middle prime and the the two big fodder packs is is definitely a good move i think the only question is whether people are going to be wanting to wait for the next set of tokens before opening an icon pack and whether Mm. people want to wait if people don't want to wait you've got the option of getting that prime icon pack for eight tokens Mm. sort of as soon as these these set of nine come out and then you can save all the fodder packs potentially for closer towards team of the season yeah or maybe like foot birthday or something will be out then yeah maybe foot birthday Actually, yeah, sure. maybe sooner but yeah yeah it just depends on on when the the next set of tokens mm. are out but um yeah i think there's there's those two options yeah going for the the two higher end fodder packs and then waiting for the middle prime or if you don't want to wait to, to do an icon pack get that prime icon pack and then take all the fodder for a future promo down the line that could uh that could be the move yeah, one thing I'd say is I don't know if anyone here has had much experience with him, but I really don't like playing that Stoichkov, the ninety-two rated, yeah, or any of Stoichkov's actually. And you can get that, you know, straight away as soon as you've ground out the first nine tokens. So I don't think that's a bad option either, as players go. And I think it was a good point Richard made about a lot of these players being quite desirable and iconic players, and you know, then Cafu, Canavara, and Garincha are all very, very solid foot items. I know you've liked Cannavaro in the past, Jake, a lot, but considering how strong a lot of the centre-backs are out at the moment, I actually feel like 14 tokens for that Cannavaro might be a bit a bit much. Yeah, it's it's steep. Um, I like To wait that long to get that card, you're sort of like, yeah. hmm, I don't know about that. Yeah. What, what are you thinking of doing? Because I guess it's quite interesting considering these players can make a difference to your squad. Honestly, I'm not super sure yet. Mm. Um, I'm pretty interested, I suppose, in that Shabby card. Um, hmm. just because I really like Xavi in general hmm. he would fit what I like to do in my current system also provides some like versatility in terms of like the chemistry style you apply to him like if you wanted if I wanted to ever switch to a three-man midfield I could easily put a like hunter on him or something like that and use him as a more attacking option hmm. play him as a box-to-box with a shadow and I think he'd be fine there would I go through in my head Ben you know, they do, they do, like, we just had these, like, mid-icon player picks, and undoubtedly, over the course of swaps, there are going to be more icon player picks, right? Or not necessarily player picks, but icon packs from SBCs that you can do. I think to myself, like, if you took the 75 cards that you get from the fodder, would you get a cheap icon pack out of that? And still be able to do another prime pack. Yeah, yeah. You, that's the good thing about picking the fodder, right? It's got like double use because you might get a good player out of it, but you're going to get a decent amount of fodder and you can probably do an icon pack with that. So Exactly. I think that is the big thing, isn't it? And obviously icon SBCs as well. If something dro- good drops, you've got the fodder then to mm. just go and craft an icon yourself. Or any other player, of course, as well. Yeah, or, or like... You know, if they release... Uh, there's like rumors or murmurs of like some big icon... SPC is potentially coming mm. and if that's the case the fodder is certainly going to help get you closer to something like that you know yeah I mean especially with icon moments on their way in the near future you'd expect potentially more SPCs and things which would make sense but the one thing I would say is I just feel like the 81 plus and 82 plus may well not be worth it because there's just such a huge pool of players that are 81 plus and 82 plus but not even plus you know there's a huge pool of 81 rated players and there's a pretty big pool as well of 82 
Whereas with the 83 plus, there's only so many 83s and 84s. Your chances of getting even higher than that are quite good. So I'm not a big fan of doing the 81 and 82, despite doing them in the past. And I think what I'll do instead is do the five times 83, which I do think is useful. And then I will do the mid prime pick because I haven't done a pick this year. I think they're good fun. Um, the option of choosing between some is always really nice. And also that leaves one token spare, which will be good if I want to skip a grind in the next selection of tokens. And also, although the current squad battles are quite combinable, you can combine the German, Silver and Erdovisi because there are enough German, Silver, Erdovisi players. And you can do the other two together as well, which wasn't the case last time. You had to play, I think it was 18 matches of squad battles, whereas this one it's 12 for the same number of tokens. That might not be the case for the next selection of tokens. So for me, the five token for the pack now and then mid prime pick. Could you imagine if that 92 plus primer moments pack was a player pick? Even if it was just two players, Twelve. yeah, how would that change your mind? That would be better because I think avoiding mids is quite nice. But with the player picks, it's like opening three packs. That'd be like opening two packs. Well, uh, yeah, three packs and keeping one. Like in my situation, when I got Cantona and Garincha, I would have loved to have kept both of them. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, the thing is, if you're someone who maybe a lot of the primes or mids even are going to make it into your squad or be useful, then maybe don't do a pick and maybe go for the prime icon as soon as you can, that sort of thing, get more players in. But if you're someone who has quite a strong squad, then the pick I think is going to be more sensible because you just get more rolls at it and the chances of multiple usable ones are, are quite slim. I'll be happy with one. So I think that's worth saying. Um, anything to add on icon swaps, objectives, things like that? Do golden goal. <laughs> no, I'm not really bothered. If people want to do it, they can, but people are very geared towards getting things done quickly. I'm personally... You know, I don't mind if people want to play longer games. You know, I've, I'm in the position where I've personally got a load of different first owner teams that would be quite fun to use. So, yeah, yeah. But I think a lot of people will be pushing the golden goal. So just be prepared for some messages if you aren't Ugh. quitting out when you go down one nil or, or something. Yeah. So, I just yeah. wish there was an option to do not squad battles. Yeah. Like, well, just I would, not squad I would say the good thing is there's a lot of objectives out at the moment. Yeah, that is one good that thing. That you yeah. might be able to combine squad battles objectives into. You know, you've got that, that Chalibur, mm. you've got. Uh, Mateus Nunez, yeah. you've got Lissandro Martinez. Um, I think there's still future stars tokens as well. I was actually going to mention Nunez, the future stars objectives. I, I don't know why they haven't made that an optional rivals thing because they did with Chalibur, but for him, it's just score battles. Uh, I think someone worked it out. It's like eight hours to complete or something like that, which just seems crazy because it is a good oh, card, but it's very hard to link and it's not particularly desirable to a lot of people. But as you say, combine some of these with the squad battles grind for icon swaps and actually there's some good players you might use or use as subs or, or fodder or something like that so yeah it's a good shout i think that does wrap us up for this week a quick mention of the giveaway that's going to be going on on matt and richard's twitter accounts which they will just plug in a second so thank you very much to matt for trading for coming on the pod thank you very much ben pleasure as always and yeah you can find me over on twitter at matt trading also over on twitch uh, just map for trading as well. Uh, we stream most evenings from 7pm UK and we'll be going over all of the icon swaps and getting that grind done starting this week. Nice. Great. Fantastic. And then Richard, thank you again. And where can people catch you? Thank you very much. As always, you can find me on social media at rbuckley98 uh, across all platforms. Perfect. Thank you. 
And finally, Japes, thank you very much as always. Yep, a pleasure. Uh, you guys can uh, follow me on Twitter at AirJapes. There we go. Thank you very much, listeners, for joining us. If you haven't already done so, you can subscribe all the various ways on the different platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, etc. And of course, too, you can support the podcast. Just search support Foot Weekly. It's not very much. You get quite a bit in return. And to all those supporters, thank you very much for keeping the podcast going. And to those icon patrons. Dave B, Coach Vass, Dougie, Chris W, DJ FIFA Player, Hugh J, Steve C, David S, Matt L, George, Alistair, Alan G, Anthony R, Dominic, Rob P, Pobius, L, Jeff B, Christopher R, Stephen F, Michael, Tom B, Damon H, Nick Jack M, Savage P, Eric T, Roger D, Dan W, Sila P, Matt H, Harry P, Neil P, Adam G, At Pace of a Tortoise, Brian S, Andrew C, Jake G, Michael P, Springford, Zach O, Dominic G, Ruben D, Kraus, Adam R, Andy H, Mikael L, Orion B, Mindor L, and Tim J. Plus a special thanks to Luke M, Dave B, Hugh J, Tom M, Darren W, and Pato Foot for advice and production assistance. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Before I leave you though, just one more thing to add. FIFA is a bit like life really. It has its many ups and its many downs. And if you are having a few more downs than ups in real life in these more difficult times, then please don't feel that you're alone or need to struggle on without taking action. If you go to thecalmzone.net, there's loads of resources, advice and support, or even just a chat available to anyone who needs it. If it sounds like it could help you, then head over to thecalmzone.net. And for now, I'll catch you on the next podcast. At Lowe's, we know you can get the job done faster if you don't have to stop and come into the store all the time. That's why we've updated our app with your business in mind. With the app, you can build quotes, easily reorder your supplies, track orders, and much more. So you can get everything you need right away, stay on the job, finish it, and get started on the next one. Download the app today. Because Lowe's knows time is money. Lowe's knows pros. Sports Social Podcast Network.